You've heard it all your life, and not just from your mother, although you probably did hear it from your mother. You have such a great voice. Did you ever think of doing voiceover? Let's demystify this fun, flexible industry here on The VoiceOver Pod with Justine Reese, brought to you by Such a Voice. I'm Justine, and I'll be your host for the next 30 minutes or so, where we will talk to people that have sat in your shoes and then became successful in the voiceover industry. We'll talk to people who hire voiceover talent. We'll talk about recording, sound, auditioning, casting. We're going to share some stories. We're going to share some secrets. And then, who knows, you may be my next guest. And I mean, this is true. This is sort of true across the board, not just in voiceover, but in and not just in entertainment. But, you know, that's why people are working from home. Although I think there has been a return to realize that something happens when they're a yeah. think tank gets together and they're working on a new product in terms of sales teams and other things. Um, but let's talk about some of the people that are coming through our program and and how the industry has changed and become potentially more accessible for somebody who doesn't live in a geographical place sure. like Los Angeles or New York, where there's a lot of studio, because I think there's different kinds of work now too that didn't exist. And I always want to mention that your character work will come up all the time in commercials or narrations in little tiny mm -hmm. ways. You know, I have a great example of this this Mitsubishi spot I did where I, you know, I threw in like a grandpa voice for like mm -hmm. one line. And I swear that's what yeah. worked me the job. So these are skills that you'll use in numerous ways. But can you talk about a little bit about yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing, as we've said a bunch already today, um, you know, there was a time where to do animation, you really needed to be in Los Angeles or New York. Um, that expanded because there are other cities now, Dallas, Atlanta, um, you know, Chicago that are, uh, Seattle sometimes that, that, you know, where there are actually like on the ground brick and mortar production places and, and networks that are putting out animated, you know, material, but that's not the only kind of animation that exists anymore in this, for all this, the technology that has made it possible for us to be having a podcast right now, you sitting in your living room and me sitting in mine, uh, you know, far, far away from yeah. each other. And we could be in New Zealand and, you know, Kentucky for, you know, for as much as it matters, it doesn't 100%. matter. Um, yeah. That same kind of yeah. technology uh, in different ways, right? So voice, the, the microphones and interfaces and computers have gotten so much better, so much faster, so much cheaper, frankly, that suddenly without that much of an output of an investment, you can put yourself into a pretty professional rig and get going from the voiceover side of things. And similarly, Animation, uh, the the ability to animate, in other words, draw and then put that stuff into action, uh, has also taken off. So there are just as many young people or older people looking at new careers or creative people looking for new ways of expressing themselves in their home studios, basements, driveways, you know, bedrooms, you know, whatever. Absolutely, and you know. The other, the other huge arena that has is just absolutely exploded. Of course, is you know yeah. audiobooks. And when you get into fiction, your ability to go into character. I happen to be doing not a ton of audiobooks, but I love. I actually really mm -hmm. enjoy it. I find it helps me build my craft. And the I, Michael was my first call when I got my first 
uh, fiction audiobook because I'm like, wait a second, there's some new skill sets I need to figure out, like going into character, going out of character, going into get different character, going out of character, aging a woman from Russia who starts out as a five-year-old in the book and then, you know, dies at the end and having to stay in character. What a, for me, just the most fun challenge. I'm doing another one now. Um, by, by the same author that has some similar character types. It's not, it's not a series, but you know, that's the kind of thing that this training will be yeah. able to uh, transfer into the other arenas sure. of voiceover. So, but is, can you give us any insight to like the, how some of that work is being uh, disseminated and maybe some of the students that you can give us a few little success stories or jobs? Yeah. Well, booked? so, I mean, that's the thing is that the, the, I think where I was headed uh, with the idea that people are doing it independently is that those people are yeah. then casting through casting call club or through, uh, you know, behind the voice actor or through one of the other pay to play sites or through backstage or through actors access or, you know, voices, you know, what the, uh, right. the, so projects that, you know, it used to be that only big, big studios, big networks were doing animation because it was so cost prohibitive and the technical side of things was so difficult that it just wasn't happening on uh, you know, sort of an independent level. South Park, I think, is probably one of the first examples of of people just taking rudimentary drawing and animating it on a on a grassroots kind yes. of level, and people responding like crazy. And that was before. And the narr- the writers themselves actually that, playing right. a lot of the characters. And so now that, that kind of that style that of cartoon now, but also though the technology right. has has gotten to a place where you can really do sophisticated stuff, and it's happening all over the place. And yeah. those people are casting, and they're not necessarily casting through big studios. They're not necessarily casting union talent. They're not necessarily casting in one of the major cities because maybe they are in you know a midwestern small town and they don't they don't have the access to those other big places and they're doing sort of these pet projects are they all going to get on tv no are they all going to make you famous and rich no right. but are they all art yes and are they all great experience yes and someone in that pool is going to become the next big thing. And if you are saying yes to everything, if you are working as hard as you can work, if you are practicing your craft and caring about it and doing it because you love it, sometimes you get a payoff when you least expected it. And that is the full circle version of that Naruto story where I recorded that thing for eight years. We've been done Mm -hmm. with it for two years. COVID happened. It all Mm -hmm. of a sudden... You know, every so often we'll do a a video game or something, but we had not recorded a new episode for two year, a year or so before COVID fit, uh, started and we went into isolation. COVID happens and I'm getting more attention, more payback. And, you know, I'm, get, I'm finding rewards in so many ways, but I will be honest, not to be crass about it, but the, the, I'm making more money now than I did during the entire run of the show. And it is all unexpected. And it's I, I feel in my heart like it's because wow. I didn't do it for the money. I did it because I loved it and I yeah, wanted I it. That. And I and I cared about it. And at this point, I'm making it yeah. and it feels like an absolute gift. And that can happen. That really can happen. And that's that's a story that I feel like is is it like for me, it has changed my outlook on so many things because it taught me 
that if you do things for the right reasons, you, the 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 pay will come to you not maybe not in terms of dollars and cents, but in other ways, including satisfaction, including sort of pride, including uh, you know just kind of knowing that you're contributing in some way. So I don't know. That's, that's uh, and you know you I did three yes ands on on that, and I'm going to add a fourth yes and to the idea of doing some random YouTube yeah. series that someone cast through Backstage West or whatever. And it's not even about necessarily the person that did it, but the people that are starting yeah. to see it. And the fact that you now have this little piece that you can put on yeah. your website and now you have animation experience. So that's where you kind of get into an abundant flow. And that's how I look at, you know, I think the way Michael and I coach and a lot of the coaches at such a voice um, have this philosophy that we you you're you're learning a skill set that is truly a skill set that can make you money but you're also going to learn so much about yourself um, you're going to do something creative that will open I always like to say it's like the wardrobe in Narnia <laughs> you could end up guesting on podcasts you could end up writing your own series doing some audiobooks um, and then obviously all the regular kinds of work that's out there with e-learning and museum tours and the numerous amounts of stuff. So you don't know where it's going to go. And the beautiful part of it is you can do it for the rest yep. of your life yep, yep, yep. for real. You know, how many careers can, can, can say that, especially that there's not ageism. We need diversity. Yeah. You know, we need maturity. I have a great story of a guy who I can't wait to have him on the podcast in, a, in, in some time. But he just started with us. He came to us at 80 years old. I just signed him up to do the VIP program. He was a former soap Amazing. opera actor on a show called The Doctor's. I very, you know, I vaguely remember. And he's like, you know, I just want to do this. And I'm, and he's going to be, and he was great. He just needs the skills and the tools to get back out there and understanding yeah. how to market, you know, in this day and age, you know, Michael was talking about the, the, the vibe in the room, you know, and I used to even work in casting, but almost without question, when I booked a partner read, I booked it with the person yeah. that I yeah. auditioned with because something happened yeah. in the room yeah. and that's, changed. Yeah. that's changed. So we do miss that, but we embrace this new this new thing. Um, can you? T I know there was a guy um, recently. We did a webinar, and he came and uh, you know talked about some of the things he's been doing. And it, what are some of the things? If you could just give us a brief rundown on some of the stuff that he was doing. And I forgot where he lives, but I know it's not uh, here. Yeah. So I he is. I, gosh, I want to say his name's Nathan Noakes. I I feel like he is from. Tennessee, Nathan, yes, Nathan. Yeah. I think. Um, but uh, yeah. yep. he has right. been, uh, he, he is sort of off the chain. He he really has embraced the whole voiceover industry with so much gusto um, in, and has been tireless in his own marketing and, is, and has sort of said yes to so much and is now actually coaching, which is great too. But um, he is, uh, you know, he's just kind of booked things up and down the dial, uh, doing all kinds of genres and all kinds of different platforms. Um, and I have students all the time who are working, uh, doing all kinds of things, some very small grassrootsy kinds of stuff off of things like Casting Call Club and all of that. Others, you know, commercially doing, uh, you know, and or narration where they are playing characters. Um, and then still others, you yeah. know, who are... Uh, occasionally kind of stepping right up and and uh, and and booking some of the bigger jobs. It's harder 
frankly, to get a look at the big jobs. You don't the you know Disney and Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network don't just cast sort of widely to the public. So in other words, the stuff you see right. on TV is not the stuff you'll be auditioning for when you first get started. But again, it's right. like it's stepping stones and building toward that by creating relationships, eventually getting yourself heard and um, putting yourself in front of agencies and things like that, that do end up getting access to those bigger jobs. There is a lot out there uh, that is not dependent on being in a union or being represented by an agency. Um, there ultimately you, you know, if animation is your thing, you will potentially find reason to maybe get an agent, maybe join the union, et cetera. And there, I know, I I have a, a good friend of mine, a guy named Doug Earl Holtz, who is a huge anime guy. He's a huge, uh, he's been in lots and lots of other kinds of shows as well. He does a lot of video games. He has, n- he has not had an agent for 20 years and swears by it, you know? Um, and this is, he lives in LA, uh, but he could basically, you know, live anywhere because he records everything from home. And, uh, and is, you know, yeah. is just, uh, that's just his cup of tea. Um, so it is not, there are exceptions to every rule. There are rules to every exception. And there, you know, there's no one way to do this. The only thing I can say is it always, and I mean always, involves hard work. It always involves getting up and doing it, even when you don't feel like you want to. It always involves doing it because you feel like you've got something to contribute. And it always involves uh, patience, you know, and um, with with that, so like with a work ethic, with uh, with a stick-to-itiveness-ism uh, or uh, stick-to-itiveness uh, with, uh, with yep. um, you know, and with a little bit of a, of a, of a firm constitution and probably a good support network. Um, you can do it. Yeah. And I think that's where, that's one of the things that it's hard to um, explain how we have built that through such a voice, but there really is um, a great there network is. here of yeah. support, both in our pro members area and some of my master classes have been moving into little pods of accountability. You mm-hmm. meet people, you help keep each, other, each other on track ideas. because- any creative field, you have to kind of, it's kind of like going to the gym. You know, sometimes that's one of the reasons I like working on audiobooks because it gives me a reason to get in my booth and mm-hmm. do the thing. But that's what auditioning yeah. is too yeah. in the beginning. You just got to get in there and do it. And it's a numbers game and you'll get better as you do it. You send those auditions off and you send it and forget it. And that's for all kinds of voiceover. And the thing about agents that's different in these in this climate too is down the road, you could have a mm-hmm. bunch of agents the way I look at it, it's like having billboards, you know, advertising your your wares. And you can look at that later. That's just a later thing that you can choose if you want to take advantage of. And the nice thing is when you do contact agents, you can't get in the door if you don't have a home studio and you don't know, that's you don't right. have demos. So you got to yeah. have that first. And that's going to set you apart yeah. right away anyway. Yeah. Um, well, this has been just ah, delightful. I... I, uh, we've talked for a, a while. I could still think of more things to, to ask about, but is any sort of last, you know, parting words for, for both, both fans of animation and fans of voiceover and people that want to 
get into the Well, industry. one thing is uh, you had originally asked me about a funny story. I told a touching story at the beginning, but I'm going to quickly tell you the funniest thing that's ever happened, yeah, uh, which has happened a couple of times. Oh, my God. But love it. a funny yes. thing is a guy came to my table and had a tattoo of the character and he said, Oh, uh, I've got, I'm, I'm, I, I bet I'm going to ask you for the weirdest thing you've ever had. And I said, what's that? And he said, would you please sign my leg underneath my tattoo? And I'm going to get your name tattooed on me later. And I was like, are we sure that this is a good idea? <laughs> and, he's, and he was like, bro, it's the best idea I've ever had. And I was like, I was like, okay, bro. And so I signed this man's leg. And then he sent me a video of somebody, you know, uh, tattooing it onto him. So uh, my, and that has happened three other times. So I have four people out there have not just a care, lots, lots of people have the character, but four people have P. Michael Yurchak written <laughs> on their, tattooed permanently on their body. You got to <laughs> yeah, post good. that. How can we find you, Michael? Of course, you can find him at such a You can find me at, is there another way uh, on Instagram? Um, I'm at Michael Yurchak. Uh, on TikTok, I'm at Toby right. Toe Voice. Uh, and uh, th- that's pretty mm. much, those are the best ways. Or you could find uh, michaelyourcheck.com is, uh, is my website. But um, uh, yeah, check out check out my right. adventures with Superman. It's it's running on Max and uh, Cartoon Network Adult Swim. And uh, mm. check out Bungo Stray Dogs starting Love to record. It. Hopefully when the strike is over, uh, recording, it's fit. we'll be going into our fifth season. Um, and uh, watch Naruto Shippuden Sweet. if you feel like it, and uh, come out and see me at a con. I'll be at um, I'm going to Colorado Springs at the end of August. I'm going to Cincinnati and uh, uh, the Twin Cities Comic Con um, in uh, September. Um, uh, I'm going to I'm doing a store signing Sweet. up in Lodi coming up. Um, so yeah, a bunch of Kansas City is coming up uh, in October That's as well. So yeah, super busy. Yeah, yeah. So come on out. I. I love that. That's that's amazing. And if anyone is interested in doing an evaluation, uh, I'm happy to listen to your animated voices and your regular voice and help you get your start in voiceover here at Such a Voice. Um, you can reach me at justine at suchavoice.com or you can go to, we'll post the, uh, the place to get uh, a link to the webinar and sort of get a good introduction and then we'll go yeah. from there. Michael, thank you so thank much you for so coming much. and joining me in this conversation today. It was wonderful. Um, maybe I, I always like to do that Brene Brown thing at the end where, uh, you know, maybe I think she has a few questions that she likes sure. to ask people. So I want to ask you this. What was your favorite animated show growing up? Uh, I think I loved, um, well, there's a show called The Banana Splits and on it was, um, what, there were like several shorty, uh, short anime, animated things and uh, Gulliver's Travels was one of my very, very favorites. There's a, there's a depressant character. Oh, that was yeah. good one. Do you know that? Do you know that show? I yeah. love that. I, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Uh, and the movie that came out much later. And then what about, um, what are you reading? What's on your bedside table or sure. in your Kindle? Or in your, in your I audience. just finished Audible. a book uh, called The Shards, uh, which is by a, a guy called okay. Brett Easton Ellis, who wrote a, another book that uh, people may have heard of called uh, uh, Less Than Zero. Um, and it was a haunting, 
and amazing and perfect summertime read. Um, and uh, I, I am about to start uh, a book that I see all over the place. Um, and it's I, now I'm forgetting the name of it, but it's like a play on David Copperfield. But it's called it's like it's. Uh, it's like a, it's like a, a reimagining of David Copperfield in like sort of a horror genre, and so I'm gonna I'm checking that out. Everybody loves it. That's fun. I love that you're reading. You read fiction. I think sometimes we get very hooked into. At least I do. And there's so many yeah. other things I have to read for other other things. But thank you again. Um, get out there. Reach out to us. And um, thanks for thanks for listening. We are so happy you are part of our yeah, audience. Thanks everybody. See you soon. And thank you, Justine. That was part two of Justine's interview with Michael Yurchak, animation genius. If you want to learn more about what it takes to become a working voiceover actor, come to an intro class or schedule a voice evaluation with Justine. You can contact her at justinereese at suchavoice.com. That's J-U-S-T-I-N-E-R-E-I-S-S at suchavoice.com or check out our website at suchavoice.com. If you like the podcast, subscribe to this channel or leave a review. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.